1: It is Wednesday, a very lively end of the show today. Joe Judge, Craig Carton, and a whole bunch of other stuff.
0: What's up, Al Oh, hi, Jerry. What did you and Eddie talk about yesterday? What did I miss? Did I miss anything spectacular? No. um,
1: Spectacular? Yeah, like,
0: whoa, that was...
1: We talked about um, Eddie not having any control over his funds.
0: Right, his uh, wife uh, controls all the funds. Yeah,
1: we talked about um, some some space thing. I don't know what that was. Outer he, space. he didn't either. Actually, oh. it was something I saw that I asked him about. He didn't have the you answer. You knew me. about it. Well, someone asked on Twitter about something that I thought okay. he might have the answer, and then I opened it up to questions. And then we also discussed. I took issue with him uh, at the end when he made a you know a crack about how low paying work radio is, and I took issue with that because I don't think that's true any longer. Mm-hmm. And so we discussed
0: that for a while. That was it. you I always found it odd uh, when people complain about what money they make. Yeah, go somewhere else. Well, you right, like, or people say like, I'm not going to do that. They don't. I, I, I don't get paid enough. But you agreed to right. do a certain job for a certain pay. That is very true. You know what I mean.
1: That is very true. So don't complain about it. Go yeah. find something else yeah yeah i agree i totally agree
0: and did you also did you touch on his incredible parking that he's been doing parallel parking i mean he is getting in within an inch or on no, top of not current on the, automobiles
1: not on the pod you know what maybe we did because hmm. we kind of or was that on the air we had the argument that he was touching the yeah car i think we did that his, on the air um
0: tapping he, bumpers
1: he did go out and then come back. Maybe then we did the podcast, then he went outside and came back, and he admitted that he was touching the car in front. So well, I was close. right about that. All right. Yeah, but today, and I put the photo out today, today outstanding.
0: Yeah, terrific job. I saw that. You tweeted that photo as well. Um, in the warm-up show, I talk about the Jaguars-Steelers. I will have you know that I did put a bet on the Jaguars on the money line. Nice. $25.
1: Very nice. Now, what kind of odds did you get for the money line? Had to be pretty good.
0: I think it was pretty good. I think uh they're,
1: they're a ten point underdog.
0: Yeah, ten point underdog. They are. Let me see what I got here. I need to log. I would say you right?
1: probably spent twenty five to win. Give me. Let me think about this for a second. All right.
0: Twenty five to
1: win four hundred. For the
0: Jags money line, no, no. Twenty five will only win you one fifteen. That's it. Yeah, isn't that crazy? For a ten point underdog. Yeah.
1: That's interesting. That's the, the money problem would with the NFL?
0: Like the NFL, they do believe anyone can win any week.
1: True, that's true. But that's yeah. All right, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess four hundred was a little much. I probably should have said twenty-five to two fifty. Right. That just still reasonable. near it.
0: It's not. It's but I will tell you,
1: that. you add that to your parlay, that that's yeah. going to jack up the rate pretty good.
0: Right. You're right. I uh, I did not do that yet, but uh, have you seen these Twitter fleets, Jerry? Twitter uh, has a new. I'm
1: not interested. I did see it. Yeah. I looked into it, not interested.
0: It's very similar and no different now. I, this is what I don't like about social media. Each social media comes out, like a new social media comes out, and it's it's unique to the previous social media, right? Right. So Facebook was out there, and then Twitter came out, and uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter was no photos, no, it was just writing, right? Mm-hmm. Short things, tweets, short little thoughts, and then they added pictures and they added the Now, Instagram had Instagram stories, which are short photos that tell a story or just quick things that you post there. They disappear in a day. Then Facebook did it. And now Twitter's doing it called fleets.
1: Didn't Twitter also rip off the heart for the like?
0: And the heart for the like. Yes, they, they had point.
1: something else. What did they have?
0: They had, um, boy, isn't that crazy that we can't even think of that?
1: No, and I remember being annoyed, not annoyed, but being like, why are you changing it?
0: I'm going to write Twitter before likes. There you go. That's a good one. I'm going to Google that, Jerry. It might have still been likes, but you didn't have the red heart. Favorites, they were called. That's what it was. You were favoriting a tweet. Which I like that. It was unique to them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, terrible. But I always wonder how people decide, like even on Instagram, but I guess I do it as well. So it's like, is this going to be an Instagram post? or is this going to be an Instagram story? Like to me if it's a quick thing I would put it in a story. And if it was something I thought was really good I would use it as a post. I guess that's the I guess that's the way Twitter explained it was. Did you ever have something that you were going to tweet and then you decided, "Eh, I don't know if it's worth a tweet." Eh. They say you do it in the fleet. Quick tweet.
1: Or you could just delete it.
0: Or just delete it if it sucks. <laughs> But really now not. people are doubling up. Like I see Taz of uh, 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 who works with uh, AEW wrestling now. Yeah, he, he's tweeting and then fleeting the same stuff. Okay. So when I go to his on my feed, his tweets come through, and then I also am seeing them in his fleets.
1: Do they come so like one right after you. the other? The fleets. I guess.
0: Yeah, if you post them, if you post a couple things in a row at all. However many you post in twenty four hours, they'll they'll go in a loop.
1: Oh, okay. All so. right. Hey, to each his own. Enjoy your enjoy your fleets. I'm out on that.
0: Hey, good for you. I I uh, tweeted out or not tweeted out. I Instagram storyed out the other day. My my mom was in the attic and found a Hulk Hogan wrestling figure. Nice. How much and is that it, worth? It? Well, and actually, uh, I could probably get fifty bucks for it on eBay. Well, Okay, it's because all right. it it it's not in the pack. If it's in the package, it's like two fifty. Mm. But it's uh, but you know what? I do have Jerry the championship belt, which a lot of people lose. I guess when they get action figures, Star right, Wars right. figures, and things, I guess we tend to lose our accessories for them. Right. So I still have the championship belt. So I'm thinking of selling it.
1: I would go for it. What are you gonna do? Go with for it, it right? What Unless else you think it's know? gonna be worth seven thousand no. dollars in about ten more years. I don't. Then I would sell
0: it. I think right now is the height of wrestling figure collections.
1: What about this? What about I, I, This is morbid, but what about okay. when he passes away?
0: Oh, save it for when he dies. Interesting.
1: Now, that's kind of shady, too. Yeah, very shady, but... News comes out that he passes away, and then you go right to eBay to sell a whole Hogan figurine.
0: And then the other one was I have, like, like she found the Jimmy Superfly Snooker, but he probably, allegedly, killed his girlfriend, so I don't want to...
1: Did you at least look to see how much that was worth?
0: I did it. Only ten dollars.
1: Right, I'm surprised that much. Okay. Yeah, that is cool when you find things from your childhood that you didn't realize you had. Yes. I don't know why. It just it's kind of like the cowboy sweatshirt I was telling you about the other day. It yeah, reminds you. It's neat. Yeah. Simpler I, times. I have trouble getting rid of certain things like that.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Like I have a my 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 aunt, God rest her soul, knitted me. She took up knitting before she passed away, and she was kind of towards the end of her career and it was prior to her finding out uh, she had cancer and she started knitting just I guess to pass the time as a new hobby and she sent me like a vest there's Mm -hmm. no way I was going to wear it right but I mean it was very it was nicely done and she put a lot of time and effort in it and you know she had a little card attached to it for my birthday and whatever there's no chance I'm ever getting rid of that
0: it was I've, made with love.
1: I have had that and plus and the handwritten note that's attached to it. Right. I have had that for 12 years.
0: Yeah, I would keep that in my closet.
1: Yeah, I can't bring myself to get rid of it.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: So, and that's the same thing with some of these, you know, other things that I find that I don't realize I had. Right. So, it's, you know, not much, but there's a couple things like that.
0: This reminds me of an actual real not joking conversation I had with Gina when I was moving from uh, uh, where was I going from Madawan? Yeah, Bradley f- Beach. From Madawan to Bradley Beach, and and I was selling things on eBay, and I was trying to determine what I was going to sell or not. So I had sure. like all these Star Wars figures, and I was like, you know what? They're n- they're not really worth all that much. I'd rather just keep them because they do remind me of my childhood, and they don't sure. take up a lot of space. And but mixed in with my Star Wars figures were a couple of Battlestar Galactica figures.
1: Wow, no kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was re- I-, I was I was. <laughs> I was actually, have like, I was not joking around. I, I was looking. I was trying to see what I was going to sell. And I looked over to Gina with the two, I had the two Battlestar Galactica figures, and I said, uh, I think I'm going to sell me these. I go, and I seriously said this. I go, these mean nothing to me.
1: As opposed to.
0: So now anytime I'm getting rid of anything, Gina will go, this means nothing to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty, but did you sell them?
0: I... Did sell the Battlestar Galacticas, Yeah, that did they yeah, were really? not worth a lot.
1: Yeah, no, because you know I found all the Star Wars stuff too, and I put them all up on up for sale. Nothing.
0: Yeah, no, Nothing. And unless you have the unique ones. That there were a couple where the, when they first came out, some of the parts were or kids were choking on them, so they had to get rid of them. So what are so, we holding on to stuff for? I, I don't know. I don't know. What a waste! It was the classic same thing with the baseball cards that we talked about in the nineteen eighties. We super mass-produced everything, and we all heard stories of our fathers getting rid of their toys that are now worth a ton of money. So we all hung on to ours. The problem is everyone hung on to theirs. Isn't that the truth? So there's so many of them.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right.
0: There's a crazy story about uh, the Atari 2600 and the E.T. from the movie. They they wanted a game for E.T. right. And they and when they decided on this, they they needed it by Christmas, and it was really not a lot of time to to do the E.T. game properly for Christmas, but they rushed it out there and Strike it was not. Strike the fire's hot. Yeah, it was not a very good game, and they made millions of them. I'm sure. And, and it did not sell well because really? it was because it was crap. When people found out it was crap, it got terrible reviews. So they had millions. And millions of these ET cartridges.
1: I guess how do you do the reviews back then? I guess newspaper articles, huh?
0: Newspapers, yeah. And I guess the like electronic magazines back then. There were magazines for gaming and stuff. Wow. Yeah, and then they had to bury all of these ET cartridges in the desert. They're in a gigantic. That landfill. seems great
1: for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> Just bury a bunch of cartridges, and I mean, good lord, plastic. <laughs> A bunch of
0: plastic ET cartridges.
1: My God. Someone will dig that up one day. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, what is this? Yeah. Did you see that? What the hell was discovered the other day? Oh, man. They discovered something from like a million years ago the other day. I'm like, how is this uh, stuff not found?
0: Yes. I, I know what you're talking about. They found a statue of a Greek god's head in the sewer.
1: Is that what it was? Yeah,
0: and it was from... Either three or six hundred BC before Jesus.
1: Okay, so it's not as far off as I thought. I thought but I heard all- something from a little bit, lo- a lot longer ago
0: I than mean, that. That's un- Maybe you saw something else. I saw this thing, and it was like it was this the head of a statue of a Greek god.
1: It's really amazing the things that you know in twenty twenty still get discovered. Yeah, I don't know. I find right, people find
0: like a dinosaur bone in their backyard.
1: Yeah, I, we don't. When
0: they're going to, like, like when you're going to put a patio in, or when you went to put your pool in, maybe you could have looked for a dinosaur bone. I,
1: well, I suppose that would've been awesome. I suppose that's possible, but you know, I haven't put a pool in. The pool's there.
0: And here's something disgusting my dog did yesterday on a walk, Jerry. She picked up, and I didn't see it till it was. Wait, she, hold on. Can
1: I just tell you real quick?
0: Oh, there's that ding. Where's that from? I don't know. Did you hear it?
1: I did. I don't know what that is. Uh, Is that you? Uh, It shouldn't
0: be me. But Uh, Anyhow,
1: they unearthed. This is what I wanted to say. They found.
0: uh, It is me. You know Know what's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. So I guess when I updated my computer, text messages, and that's Izzo texting me. They're going to my computer as well and making that dinging noise. Uh Aha. I got to get that off. The well, now we found out the is out. The ding is out.
1: Um, so, real quick, they found just a couple days ago more than a hundred painted wooden coffins, many with bodies in them. Ooh, yeah. Um, they believe. Let's see. They some had mummies in them, and they okay. go back as twenty five hundred years ago. And That's they're in awesome. perfect condition of preservation. Yeah, in Egypt. I, I, Wow. Like I don't know why that just fascinates me.
0: Yeah. Yes. Where did that come from?
1: Unbelievable. So I thought that was really very weird. Anyway, guys, to the dog.
0: Oh, she picked up a, um, for whatever reason, there was a squirrel tail on the sidewalk. A squirrel tail? Yeah. Not the rest of the squirrel. A squirrel tail.
1: Boy, what kind of things is that dog bringing into your condo?
0: Which she picked up and ran with. And I was like, this is awesome.
1: She's eating a bunny.
0: She did eat a a piece of a bunny, yeah. She's got a squirrel tail in her mouth. Right.
1: And then she's licking your inner thighs. Ugh.
0: No, she does not lick my inner thighs.
1: Oh, she doesn't? She (laughs) does not. I kept it clean. Thank you. (laughs) I could have licked your face or something else. Something else, right. That is, that's scary, man. Yeah. I'm sure she didn't eat the squirrel
0: she didn't cuz she when she, i saw her pick it up and i tried to pull her away and she had it and then she she did that thing where dogs like fling fling back and forth their head with the thing in their mouth yeah. to shake it and then she dropped it all right yeah watch the dog she knows where it is so now she will always and i'll forget where it is and she'll always try to walk me towards it wow she knows jerry very smart dog you've got there thank you uh and finally jerry spike lee the great Spike he's making the podcast? Movie director, that's right. Uh, he is working on a movie musical. So it will be a movie, but it will be a musical. Like La La Land was a musical movie. Grease was a musical movie. He's making a movie musical about the invention of Viagra. What the All hell right. is that going to be?
1: I have no idea. I, I don't even know what to say about that.
0: Me neither. What do we say about that?
1: Nothing. Let's see when Mm -hmm. it comes out. Maybe it's something that's interesting.
0: Maybe it's terrific.
1: I don't know. How about this? You got a woman making thirty five thousand dollars a month on OnlyFans.
0: What is she doing? How you doing?
1: Um, the official Twitter account for the you wow, for the U.S. Army's Fort Bragg posted some thirsty tweets at an OnlyFans sex worker in October.
0: You thirsty? What does that mean? She's thirsty.
1: She's making thirty-five grand a month.
0: Yeah, that's pretty but that good. Won't
1: last that is not terrible. I don't understand this quite frankly. To be honest with you, uh, I'll have to read the story because it's very lengthy. Yeah, and I'll try and
0: have some answers for you tomorrow. Thank you, Jerry. Please do.
1: You, well, I, you, I'll forget. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> hmm. I'll do my best.
0: All right, Jerry. That's the warm up. I have to pee. Then the dog has that's to pee. That's the podcast podcast, uh, and then I have to figure out why this thing is all of a sudden uh, making noises now, and it never was before, and here we are. So, uh, we'll do the warm-up show next, Jerry. We'll see you tomorrow on a Thursday. I look forward to that. Me too. So... Jerry. No guests, no calls, and no real content.
1: All right, here we go. It's 5.04. It's a Wednesday morning as we have reached midweek. I thought it was Friday all day yesterday. I was wrong. It was only Tuesday, but I'm pretty sure today is Wednesday. His name is Albert Jackson Dukes. He's down the Jersey Shore. Good morning, Al. Good morning, Jerry. Do you know that in the good morning... Good
0: morning, Al. Good morning. Hello. Can you hear me? I guess me? Al is not there. Oh, so why don't on. we do
1: this, Eddie? Why don't we... I'll just talk if you can connect with Al. And maybe we'll get him on to start the show. Are we good with that? This thing will do. So two, last night, or actually really tonight, as we get to the NBA draft, we're going to get Al's take. Al, are you there? I am here. Oh, there you are. What's up, Al? Good morning.
0: I've been here the whole time. What happened? I, I don't know. Did you not have your fader up? Well, I can only control by control my fader. Yes, it was up, Jerry. Yeah, no, Eddie's,
1: Eddie said you were up. Well, I always do?
0: get it up. Jerry, my fader is always <laughs> up.
1: Well, by the way, we heard you the whole time. I was just having some fun with you. How are you? I'm
0: good, Jerry. I was uh, just checking the ratings. You know that we have a 100 share from 5 to 6 a.m., meaning 100% of all people with radios on have this show on. Is this true? Yep, 100%. It's the first time ever in broadcast history. I want to raise. Well, you should uh, you should ask one. Just go and say, <laughs> I heard we have a 100 share. That's awesome, by the way. A 100. range from what? Shut up, Eddie. <laughs> 100% of the audience is with radios on between 5 and 6. That, you know what? That tells me this one on. pretty popular. I was thinking of doing this, Jerry, going around to various car dealerships, testing out cars and setting all of them to <laughs> <laughs> 101.9. That's a very good idea. Yeah.
1: Well, I'll tell you very one thing. Very good I, I, I don't know why I was thinking about that. Oh, I know why. Because I had read... Before I got in the car this morning, I always check Twitter just to see if there's any breaking news, and then I will put the radio station on when I get in the car to make sure that you know Bob Usler doesn't have any breaking news on the update. And I had saw that someone tweeted that the two of us that you broke down the whole collapsed lung thing properly, that you actually yes. had that right. And it made me think of, you know, the whole Imus thing with the collapsed lung and listening to him back in the day when he was in the hospital room. And I don't know why, because it's funny you bring this up about setting the car radios to 101.9. I think if I remember correctly, part of the reason why I started listening to Imus was exactly why they used to promote Imus during the baseball games and why you wanted to have the games on. Because you leave your radio on for where you were the night before listening to the game. And then I turned my radio on in the morning and there was Imus. Exactly. And I got hooked
0: on. I did. I got hooked on the show. So you're right about that. Let's go to the car dealerships. That is the theory. Even if people don't like us, Jerry, but they like the Yankees, maybe the night before they had the Yankee game on, then they get in the car. And here we are. And here we are. Are you Susan or are you John? I'll be John. See, but I do the games. I feel like I should be John. All right. You be John. I'll be Susan, Jerry, in this fantasy world of yours. I did see something uh, on video, which made me think of you uh, parking in New York, there was a parking spot brawl in Queens that was caught on tape. I saw this on the show sheet. I have not had time yet oh, to go Oh, it's pretty look wild. It. So what There's, happened? Uh, there, there I guess two dudes were fighting over a parking spot. They were in really... One guy was in like a nice white Audi. Uh, there were baseball bats involved. Oof. And then a guy ran, drove, and hit another guy with his car. And then drove through hit a... The guy or the car? Yeah, no, No, there was a guy hitting his car with a bat, so he drove over... Well, he hit him, and the oh guy God. did the classic movie move where you hit the windshield and roll over, and then that car drove into a bakery that had just had its grand opening. Oh, my God. The grand opening? <laughs> yeah. Oh. hey, They had a grand opening Monday. You know, not for nothing. This year has been
1: bad enough, and you don't want to be all cliche like everybody else. Yeah. Like, we can't wait for 2020 and blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Because all of a sudden, the virus is going to go away January 1st. We heard January about that for the, November, for the election. That didn't happen either. But it's the year's been bad enough for most people. Could you imagine you take the plunge, you open your business, and these two jackasses do this?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they drive. Wow. Right, right. It was like a movie scene, Jerry, right through the glass front of the uh, bakery. Anybody get hurt? Please tell me no. Well, um, the guy that got hit with the car had to get hurt. Had to. Why don't I mean and him? Then, I mean in the bakery. Actually, there were a couple um, very minor injuries. They said in the bakery. Some all right, minor. I'm not sure how, but
1: holy minor, smokes. Jerry. I will tell you, people and we know are crazy with the parking. There was yeah back in the day. I don't remember who the overnight. I really don't remember who the overnight producer was. Who was it? Oh, it was Russell. Actually, he's been he's a cop now. He hasn't been around in a while. So for a long time, if Russell got a good spot on Charlton, I would run down when he left and take a spot. Well, there was one morning where there was a guy waiting on the street. So I went and pulled up next to Russell and the guy reversed his car very quickly. And I'm sure you remember this. I do. And he got out and said, my spot. I said, whoa, whoa, no, this is my spot. We do this every day. He goes, I don't care. I've been sitting here for an hour and a half waiting for someone to leave and I don't have to be at work till eight o'clock. I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, 8 o'clock? I only got seven minutes. <laughs> there was nothing I could do. I'm like, dude, and I tried to be nice. I said, we do this every day, and he said, I don't give an F. I have been here since 4.30 in the morning waiting for someone to leave. I'm not going anywhere. So if you've got till after 8 o'clock, you can have the spot. Until 8 o'clock, my spot. You know what? Props to you. I, I literally had six, seven minutes. I was all the time I had. Did he look like a guy hours.
0: that could beat you up? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I was mean, it I'm worth not, a, you should have fist fight him, Jerry. Well, I'm never going to fist
1: fight someone over a parking spot. That this is, is, my not gonna, spot. is not going to happen. It's not worth it. But I, you know what? That was, I don't know. He could have been bluffing. I don't know. But here's what I knew was not a bluff. If I was not up here at 622 for Boomer and Carton, I might've been fired.
0: I assume uh, everybody in New York has a gun. So I would, uh, I would have backed out off as well.
1: Uh, well, I don't know that I assume that, but I certainly oh. don't trust most people, if not all humans.
0: Yeah, especially in New York.
1: Uh, yes, I would agree Concrete with that. Concrete
0: jungle, where dreams are made of, Jerry. Again,
1: again with that reference.
0: There's nothing you can do. Was the guy six foot ten? Weigh four hundred and fifty pounds. It was not Andre the Giant, who happens to be seven foot four, five hundred twenty pounds from Grenoble, France. <laughs> By the way, I don't even know where Grenoble,
1: France, is.
0: Maybe a fake town. I don't know. But, have no but idea I either. do, I do know of it now because of you. It does seem cool. Like if you were a guy like the size of Andre the Giant, the size of Shaq, something. And then, like a guy's like, "This is my spot." And no you get out. No are ever like, <laughs> screwing around with you, right? I'm seven foot four, five hundred twenty pounds. <laughs> this
1: is my spot. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Is Grenoble, as you call it, France? Grenoble, France. Is that on your bucket list? I think it has Grenoble, to be. Grenoble, France. You have to. You have to get to Grenoble, France and take a picture with, welcome to Grenoble, Franz.
0: Yeah, then they'd probably be like, Andre the Giant wasn't really if you're here. It doesn't here, matter, though. Idiot.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't matter. That's like a part of your history.
0: Yeah, if I had a business there, I'd be like, you know, Andre the Giant used to get his coffee here every morning. Even if he didn't, who would know? Even if he didn't, would he could prove it? All your- those places I see George Washington slept here, who knows that that's true? Uh, Evan would know. It's true. He's a big presidential guy. Can
1: I ask you a weird question, though, real quick All about right. Evan? So they had a whole conversation about Evan having a fight yesterday with somebody. Like, who could Evan beat up in a boxing match at the radio station? Yes, and he clearly has absolutely no confidence in himself whatsoever. Right. But the, the real quick thing was they, they're doing this whole thing about the movies that Evan has not seen in his life. Mm-hmm. And The Godfather uh, was the first one that he watched that he had never right. seen before. He, now, I am I agree with him to the standpoint of when you build something up too much... It really can never satisfy your expectation. Right. I do believe that. But I don't understand how he comes out and talks about how how much he enjoyed
0: the movie and how good it was, and then gave it a B. Gave it a B. But here's the thing, and this is how students are now in college and high school. A B is a bu- above average. Oh, so Evans. Though. Right, but Evan's saying this movie is above average. It's not Above and beyond above average, like an A would be top of the food chain. Well, A plus would be A plus,
1: right? I don't know. I was disappointed about with him,
0: but that happens now all the time with students in school. Like they, if they get a B, that they go to the teacher. What did I do wrong? Nothing. That's an above average grade. Well, I used to love a B. Back in the me day, me too. Oh my gosh, I would have killed for a B.
1: Matter of fact, if I got a. Uh, by the way, Grenoble is a real city in France. Grenoble, France. Sure, it is. Uh, I'm just looking at it now population one hundred and fifty eight thousand. oh you would fit in well
0: here i think it's in the mountains of france
1: it looks like it is yes that is a, uh, i'm looking at the map i do not see water surrounding grenoble france uh, mm. not at all you're right it is in the mountains yeah um although they have a lovely bridge over a river so that's okay. kind of that's kind of neat um where was i oh i used to if i got a c plus i'm like you know what That's a little bit better than average because I figured a C was average. C is average. If I got a B, I remember I had one marking period. I got like straight Bs. I was looking for like a
0: prize. (laughs) Yeah. I was not a great student. My parents were thrilled with a C. They'd be like, all right, it's not a D. Good job. Yeah, Ds were, listen, I would say Cs and C
1: minuses and Ds not great. Never got Fs. I never never did that. Right. But if I would get like those five Bs, yeah, it was a a pretty good day. Mm. Not bad. Jerry, how is Nick Swisher on the Hall of Fame ballot?
0: What the um, heck is going on? In this but you know world? what, though,
1: but that's not unusual. There's it's not. A, no, there's always guys I find end up on a on a Hall of Fame ballot, and they either get. There have been. If I go back to the last Hall of Fame ballot, I gotta see if I can find it. I want to say there was a guy on it that didn't get one vote. Like it happens. I don't think Hall it's of that Fame big a ballot, deal.
0: Twenty twenty.
1: No, but let's look at let's look at the 2000 You know what? Let me see if I can do this because I'm pretty sure there are guys that get very
0: few votes. Yeah, um, but yeah.
1: he gets to be on this ballot for
0: 10 years now.
1: Yeah, I, I understand. And he was a very average player, how and he was that? fun to watch. A Hall of Famer, not even close. But he was fun to watch. Let's see, how many hits do you think Nick Swisher had in his career?
0: Well, I saw he had like 200 something home runs, so he's not even in the 300. Jerry, you have to be in the 300. No, there's home run club there's really. There's nothing about his career stats that would say Hall of Famer. Would you nothing. say he's
1: a, he's a B player? Like a grade yeah. B. Yeah, like I would we say were so. I just talking. I would say, you know, it's funny. I'm looking at his stats and I remember he was a lot of fun here with the Yankees. If I look strictly at his stats, C level player but had B level, A level energy. Yes. And I thought that elevated him as a player. Agreed. Let's see. I want to find the You're a C
0: student. But if you had the ability to do extra credit work, you would have done it because of your energy. Yes, I would agree You're with definitely that. Definitely not a Hall of Fame. You're not a, a dean's list. He's not a dean's list. All right. So we're going to lo- continue using the school analogy, Jerry.
1: So here we go. So the 2018, is this right? Hall of Fame voting? I guess this is right. How many guys are on the Hall of Fame ballot? I should know that.
0: Oh do Big list, Jerry. But big like,
1: list. For instance, Carlos Zambrano.
0: Never heard of you.
1: You never heard of Carlos
0: Zambrano? Nope. For real? That's right. Yeah, no idea who that is, which okay. means not a Hall of Famer. You know who I have heard of? Babe Ruth. Have you heard of
1: Aubrey Huff? Aubrey Huff, yeah. Okay, he was on the Hall of Fame ballot. Yes, silly. Jason Isringhausen,
0: you heard of him? I heard of him, but average. C. Brad player. Lidge. C player as well.
1: Right, but I'm saying my point is this is not unusual. Oh, this happens like, every year. Well, I mean, I'm looking at baseball reference. They're telling me they were on the 2018... Um, ballot
0: now they got no votes none zero and so they were done that was it oh if you get no votes you you're kicked off the list i believe like they said nick swisher could hang around for 10 years but he'd have to be keep getting votes i guess you're right
1: all right so well i don't know about i think you gotta get more than that but i mean there there are guys here 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 are the players that got less than five votes hideki matsui who was a good player chris carpenter Kerry wood carlos lee um, Levon Hernandez, Carlos Zambrano, Brad Lidge, Millwood, Huff, Isringhausen, and Orlando Hudson. Mm-hmm. So the idea that Nick Swisher's on the Hall of Fame ballot, whatever, it it's, that doesn't matter. He'll be off in a year. It doesn't matter. Get zero votes.
0: Probably. Although, Although there'll probably know. be like one New York writer who he could was get friendly with him because he was a friendly, fun guy, and he'll give him a vote. He could get one vote. You never know.
1: Shipper jones that year got 97.2 percent of the ballot Ooh. yeah not bad all right we're gonna take a quick for our first break quick break at that as well it's 5 17 we are just getting started it's a wednesday warm-up show with alan jerry we take you until six o'clock boomer and geo then on the fan all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time Now, it's your turn. I don't know. I understand what that means. 522 here on the fan. Are they suffering because they're listening to us? I don't know. Al said 100% of the people out there with the radio are listening,
0: so it can't be that bad. Yeah, it means like some some artists feel like they suffer for their art, like so they make a great painting. But in order to make a great painting, they go into a depression. They get sad. So you're depressed doing this? No, no, no. I'm saying we've already, we've suffered for our art already, Jerry. Now it's your turn. Like Van, now you, uh, Van Gogh. Yeah, like Van Gogh. I actually stole it from a uh, Marshall Crenshaw live album title. It was called I've Suffered for My Art, Now It's Your Turn. Hmm. All I right. I just thought it was clever. How about that? It is, because uh, I have no idea that? what it means. Perfect. How about that? Yeah. What else you got, Al? <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to say. i just. Oh, so
1: are you going to fight Evan or no? Heads.
0: No, I can't. No, Evan doesn't want. Evan doesn't want no part of this, Jerry. I actually trained boxing a couple years ago. A couple years ago, Probably nineteen a, years ago, decade I, ago, <laughs> right? Almost double. Wow. Uh, when I uh, uh boxed for Ron and Fez show, we used to we used to have producers boxing each other, so it was a good time. Which sounds fun. And I did train because what they told me was if you're going to box somebody or fight somebody that doesn't have any training and this was good for a street fight in case you have to fight someone over a parking lot is that most people who are not trained in fighting that get into a fight will be gassed
1: within 60
0: seconds well not only that they're always going to go for your head right they're going to take a swing at your head so if you're able to duck a punch and then hit him right under the ribs exactly jerry exactly you hit him then right under the ribs then they've got no power behind any of their punches, and they're injured. That's it. I like it. So that's it. what I did. I, I learned how to duck a punch and hit the dude in the ribs. So I was able to do that and uh, lasted uh, uh, eight,
1: eight Was he eight rounds with
0: Earl? No, that Earl won. I was very ill that night, and that that lasted only three rounds. All right. Not bad. But, uh, yeah, it was good. good Remember when Bernie sure. and Sid fought? Yeah. What was that, Fear at the Pier?
1: What was that called, Eddie? You got it, You're at the Pier. Yeah. That was actually, that was very well done, too. I think Breen, like, broadcasted it. He was, yeah. the, like, the commentator. That was actually a lot of fun.
0: It was televised. A, they did it in the It's a morning. classic uh, radio bit. We did it on Ron and Fez. They did it on Imus. Howard Stern did it a couple times. Yeah. It's it, it's in the uh, morning zoo radio book. If you do that, Boxing. right, at what point is
1: it Personal. When you're uh,
0: personally fighting someone?
1: Well, because, no, meaning, like, so it's all fun and games. But, like, when that bell rings, are you fooling oh, yeah. around or are you trying to no. kill each other?
0: No, when you get hit in the head, whether you have So gear that's on when or it gets not. real. It gets real. That's- I told Bernie, I counseled him, I said, you go hard, fast, and furious and never let up because if he sees that, he'll just go into defense and he'll have no shot. And that's what happened.
1: Yeah, but a lot of times that can work Ooh. because you exhaust the other guy.
0: Wow, so whoever's yeah, going to box seven get Eddie in your corner. Bernard, I knew, was in much better shape than Sid. Well, that, that's
1: a different story. Much different story. Yeah, You're I right. knew
0: that when I counseled him. Yeah, fair enough. Jerry, here's an odd story that I thought this was perfect for the warm-up show. Russell Wilson and his wife, <laughs> Ciara. This is, uh, this is weird. <laughs> are launching a fragrance. Inspired by their love. This makes me want to throw up. <laughs> it's called uh, R&C Fragrance for Russell, Russell and, and Ciara. Ciara. <laughs> All right. Now, in this article about this perfume that they're launching that is a inspired by their love, Jerry, It uh, there's a quote in there from uh, Russell where he says, uh, of he and Ciara uh, during the coronavirus lockdown, we would have at-home date night. And we would smell each other's scents. Well,
1: I guess they could use your tagline, I wish I could smell you. Well, now you can. By R&C's fragrances.
0: They were just like, oh, let me smell you. There you go, Eddie. Mm. I already have that one.
1: Oh, that one you have? (laughs) I thought thought you had, I wish I could smell you. Oh, yes. I I,
0: I wish I could smell you, yeah. Uh, Jerry, is this something you think you and your wife might get? The R and C House and smell each other all night long. You know
1: what's funny? I think the last, um, the last bottle of cologne I bought, or I shouldn't say bought, have received was Chaos. <laughs> chaos. The <to> Craig <laughs> Car. Craig cologne. gave me like eight bottles of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I think I'm down to my final bottle.
0: You know, uh, after Craig had run into his troubles and he was no longer working here, but before he did time. I was at his uh, house and he had a garage full of chaos. I do remember you telling me that. like a... The day of chaos. It is not over. You must seize the night.
1: Chaos at night for <laughs> when you want to get frisky. I have no idea uh, where the box even is. Chaos at
0: night by Craig Carlton Unleash d- the passion. Unleash the chaos.
1: Come hither, my love. <laughs> Thus, with a kiss, I um, die.
0: Perhaps that is too much passion. But what is passion without chaos? Chaos. Chaos by, by Carton. Carton.
1: Ooh. I just realized that's Izzo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> doing a Frenchman.
1: I didn't know what that was at first. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, so
0: he had like a big pallet full of chaos cologne in his garage. I guarantee it's still there. Did he have any junk bomb left? Uh, no, no junk bomb, but uh, plenty of chaos, Jerry. Wow, yeah. So yeah, smell like a uh, Russell and Sierra. Yeah, I'm going to any... pass on that, I think. Now, there are still times, like the the first, uh, my first girlfriend many, many years ago, Jerry, she was a smoker, as as gals were back then, and <laughs> she, she wore whatever perfume she wore. So the smell to me still to this day of like perfume and smoke. mixed with cigarettes. Yeah reminds me of a stripper young lust young lust
1: <laughs> i thought you didn't lust until your mid-20s what are you talking about well mid-20s
0: lust then jerry okay that's I'm just saying it's that, still that young. smell that smell of like cigarettes on a person and the smell of perfume it's weird because the cigarette
1: scent mixed with certain perfumes yeah is actually quite nice yeah and then there are others it is quite disgusting yeah. It just doesn't work. Um, so I, I actually do know the fragrance you're talking about. Are there certainly uh, certain scents that make me think of things? Yes, 100%. There's one perfume my wife wears that I think about a cruise that we went on because you know she only brought one bottle of perfume that week. Yeah. And so from time to time, and not often, she'll still put it on once in a while. And anytime I get a, I get a scent of it, it's like, wow, it takes me back to the cruise. Yeah, Your we lust. And, I think we were in Aruba. No, it wasn't called Young Lust, uh, Al. <laughs> that was not that. But yeah, absolutely. And there's also even certain, um, there was one guy in high school that used to wear Obsession for Men and used to douse himself in it. Um, so, boomer size. And no, it wasn't him because I didn't go to high school with him. <laughs> um, and anytime I smell that still, because that's still on the market, I think of the high
0: school days. Yeah. So yeah, that is true. Victoria's Secret used to make this vanilla scent. I don't know if they make I it anymore. I love vanilla scent. Oh, my. That is a great smell. Go, oh, let me smell you. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna see if Gina fun. wants to make a uh, do a perfume with me where we just smell each other. Young lust, young <laughs> that, lust. That how
1: you're gonna fill your Saturday this weekend? I'm gonna call it
0: young lust or fifty plus lust. <laughs> <laughs> It's not going to sell, Eddie. No one wants 50 plus year old lust. Lu-
1: yeah, lust for retirees. Oh. Lust must.
0: <laughs> Smells like a 55 and over community. Some mm.
1: smell like Ben Gay. Yes,
0: I wish I could smell you. Well, now Bengay you can't. And Metamucil. <laughs> oh my right, god. The scent of the orange Metamucil By powder. Wait, Eddie, I don't
1: know if you noticed, but you've got to see him drink this Metamucil on the Zoom screen. <laughs> not only does he drink it, he takes this long, like ice cream sundae spoon, <laughs> to make sure he gets every part of the particles down his gullet. Yeah, I don't enjoy it though. I I take it as well. I do too, uh, but capsule oh, form. It's so great. I, I I do the thing where you mix it in, but I just down it and. Have the it. Orange
0: I- is delicious. The capsules are so easy. I don't feel like you get the same metamucil with the capsules. Trust me, you,
1: you do. As you do with the hundred percent, you do.
0: But right, what you're seeing, uh, Jerry, is is you know the. It, it it gets gelatinous if you if it sits gelatinous. In the, yeah, it becomes like a like a jelloy type of thing if it sits in the cup too long. Yeah. So that's why I have the spoon to scoop it up at the end. Like I legit <laughs> thought
1: the other day you were eating orange sherbet. <laughs> and then I realized, holy crap, that's metamucil. <laughs> I've never seen someone enjoy it so much. It's so good. I look forward to it. And that, what are you gonna put whipped cream on it now today? That's oh not a terrible God. idea. No, it's not. If it's that good, why the hell not? So, yeah, I that wish. is fun. You have to see him, too, because I have him, and I'm only on that Zoom screen for 15, 20 minutes an hour. God knows yeah. what is going on the other 40 minutes. Right. There is, it's it's rare that you're not shoving something down your throat.
0: Yeah, I am constantly eating or drinking something. It is absolutely. God bless you. It's amazing. Yeah. Jerry, here's another fun story I found yesterday. Uh, and I got to say, I, I I do hear what Pat McAfee is saying, because I think it is well, but I it it seems uh, mean of me to say, so I let him say it. Oh, you want to hear him say it? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, do you need a setup here? Pat McAfee was talking about uh, some NFL commentators that get to ga- that get to do games these days. There are some commentators that f- suck out there <laughs> yep. that should not be allowed to be covering the NFL. Send them to high school games. <laughs> now, now, when I listen to and watch the Red Zone Channel, there yeah. are so many times where I'm like, who?
1: Is I agree this? with that. I
0: agree with that. And and they posted a seven or eight minute video of this
1: yesterday. Well, it's actually from two days ago. I think this was Monday that McAfee did this. And at one point in the middle of it, his producer basically says, "Yeah, Vilma was terrible." And McAfee's eyes are wide open, as if to say, "We're not outing guys, right? This is like a this is a bigger problem than one person." But then I guess they did some sort of um, online chat. And they said there were like 25,000 entries, and most of them hated Jonathan Vilma. Now, I don't know what game (laughs) Vilma did. Me neither. So it'll be hard to tell, but kind of like you, you bounce around the games, and there are certain guys, they really are just, okay. But I I will continue to say this, it doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. I'm not turning off the game. Because I don't like the announcers. If the Cowboys are on, I'm watching the game. It doesn't matter who's doing the game.
0: But it still makes it more pleasant if you like the announcers. Uh,
1: You're not wrong about that, and we've talked about this before. Madden Summerall, Buck Aikman, Nance, whoever you want to say, there's a feel to a game when you've got the A-team. Yes. But I'm still watching the game, and I don't get upset about it. Do I sit there and, my, my, geez, this guy's terrible. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I'm watching the game, and I don't – I will never not watch a game because of the announcers, and I don't know anybody that wouldn't. That's why, now, to me, it's overblown.
0: Now, one of the games this weekend featured uh, Akib Talib doing a color commentary. It was his first game. Now, he gave him a pass because it was his first game. Was he bad? Well, it was so weird. So I, I, don't, I don't remember which game he did, but they kept going to it on Red Zone, and I didn't know who it was because on Red Zone, you know, you bounce in in the middle of it. They they don't generally say who the announcer is. Yeah, I was like, who is this guy? At first, I was... Turned off by it because I was like he didn't sound like a professional, but then there was something about him not sounding like a professional broadcaster that made me interested in him. Oh, that's interesting. I, I knew he clearly was a was a former player because he he knew the insides and outs of plays and things like that. Right. But as he as I heard him throughout the day on the Red Zone Channel, I started to like him more because he didn't sound was to lead like CBS or Fox. You know, I don't, I'm not even sure about that. All right. Why don't we do?
1: We can check that during the break. I'm, I'm not. I'm not really sure, and I don't know what game Akib he had. Could have been Talib. one
0: one of the games that I heard too briefly. I don't know All the right. answer to that. Akib Dalib Talib. He was on uh, Fox. Okay. Let me see who he was uh, teamed with, Jerry, because that means something too. It's if you don't have a great quarterback, you know what I'm saying? I totally agree. If the
1: if the play by play guy doesn't let you do your thing, that's a problem.
0: Uh, let's see, Jerry. He was uh, alongside play by play man Dan Helley whoever that is. I don't know who that is. They had Washington football team and Detroit Lions. I did not watch. Well, you know what? I shouldn't say I didn't watch
1: any of that. I did see a good portion of the end. Um, Interesting. I'll have to go back and check, see what kind of sound we have. Let's take a quick break. Maybe we can find some. It's 25 in front of six. It's the warm-up show until six. Boomer and Geo, top of the hour, right here on The Fan.
0: And Jerry, because you can't get enough sports with the other 23 hours in the day. You
1: know what's so funny about this is you were talking about the sense bringing you back to a certain time. Yeah. This smells. song makes me think about a trip to Los Angeles with my parents. it got to be 30 years ago. When, would, when was this song? Mid-80s? Early 80s?
0: I think, I think this is probably late 70s.
1: Late 70s. Even Google still. it, Jerry.
0: That's a Steve Forbert Romeo. Which too. would
1: make sense because... I want to say we went every year from like 1979, 19... 80, 81, 82, 83 before we started going every few years.
0: 1980. Yeah. Uh, Release 79, 1970. Yeah. Sounds Let me right. smell the moon in your perfume, Jerry. This
1: song was popular when we went, and then there was one year we went when Dirty Laundry was very popular and Rock the Casbah by The Clash. Oh,
0: yeah. Young Lust.
1: Those, Yum, Lust. <laughs> those songs make me think of California. In our trips back in the day. This is a great song.
0: Well, I don't know about great. It's great. I no. give it a B. B plus. <laughs> no, not a B plus. I like, give this a B plus. Let me smell the moon in your perfume, Jerry. Oh, let me smell you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good poppy song. It's okay. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, whatever. This guy, he still plays uh, around. Steve Forbert. Played Asbury Park. I um, I was just gonna say, Joe DiMaggio, same with Joan Jett. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think he just plays now like with an acoustic. Al, Inside Radio. Can you you do a fade uh, on the? the No, it won't let me. It would no, will not let me fade. Interesting. Although I guess I could do with fade uh, on the app. No, let me. Yeah, let's try this. Master volume. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go. Coming at you. Oh, ow. this way you can fade at your leisure and never have your mic. Then be I on. Pause. Did you just say your leisure? Yep. I did, and then I, I bring never heard it back it said up. That way. Yes, huh. it only took us eight months to figure this out. So today yes. we've learned
1: leisure yes. and gelatinous and young lust. Well, <laughs> you're such a fool. You really are. <laughs>
0: Jerry, you're a guy who uh, you have you have kids. You have kids. Uh, is one of your uh, boys in high school yet, or not? Yeah, Quite a sophomore. Yet. Yes, yes, a sophomore in high school. So yeah, I'm going to want to get your take on this. Uh, Randy Moss, a former wide receiver, and now works on uh, NFL Countdown you're, on ESPN. You're going to have to explain this to me because I All saw right. this and did not see the clip. All right. So Randy Moss and the ESPN fellows do. Come on, man. Segment where they like, you know, like a guy will drop a ball right in his bread basket and go, he go, oh, that would have won the game. Come right. on, man. Right. Well, they did. Uh, Randy Moss did uh, something with a high school quarterback who I, I, I in reading, it seems like the kid was not aware of the time on the clock. And it got screwed up, and uh, the his team lost. So he gave him a come on, man. Mm, okay, But he's getting heat because it's just a high school kid. And he put him on this national sports platform and hit him with a come on, man. And the coach, of course, the coach did coach's things and took the blame himself for uh, the play not getting off in time or whatever it was. But the point of it was is that uh, is it fair for Randy Moss to do come on, man, to a high school kid? um your your take let let me ask you this all right was the video
1: footage on tv or was it an online deal uh uh, it was probably an online deal because it well i don't know is that fair You're saying was the game broadcast on television like to me if the game is broadcast on television while it's probably not fair to do it to the kid you when you put yourself out there you're out there but if it was just an online thing for, like, you know, parents and, and someone submitted it, that kind of sucks.
0: See, I think it would be cool that I was on Come On, Man, even if it was a goof-up.
1: It is, but... I'd be it like, d- hey,
0: I'll get up next week. Now, you're telling me they lost because of this? Yeah. See, the kid's
1: probably crushed already. He is. And now he's going to be, you know, nationally embarrassed. So, had they won the game and he did something stupid during the game, so what? That's fun, and I agree with you, it would be... But he's probably, you know, you have the story about Jamal Adams talking about when he loses games when he was with the Jets. He would go sit in a dark room because he was so depressed. Right. And that very well could filter down to the high school level too. That's so true. Is it? Eh, I
0: probably would stay away from it myself. But that would be cool if you were a high school kid and you got on this segment. You got jacked up. Yeah, like that would be the, cool if you were the one jacking somebody up. I do agree with that. But, but then that if you're cool. the kid that gets jacked up, you don't want to be on TV. You just don't. Yeah, but you don't publicize who it is. Right. You got jacked up. Yeah. I like that better than Come On Man.
1: I don't don't think they do jacked up anymore. I feel like the Come On Man segment, we're not talking about this, uh, has actually been pretty fun. You like it? I do. I do, yeah. They're obvious sometimes, but yes, I do. Mm -hmm. I don't mind it. Is that a new segment here on the warm-up show? No, I don't want
0: to rip them off. (laughs) Jerry, you see this uh, Theo Epstein leaving the Cubs. I've seen a couple of things here. Plans to take a year off. Although Mets fans mm. seem to be he very was, intrigued that, that he's going to come to the Mets. He was also very open about
1: possibly not taking time off. Is that right? He said he expects his phone to ring and he will listen. He, he said. He pick it up. He did. Yes, he, he said that. Oh, my God. So goodness. you've got he's out there. I see multiple reports say the Mets have asked permission to speak with Mike Chernoff of the Indians. Ooh. So we've got a couple of things here in the fire. G,
0: uh who would you pick jerry if you had to pick either all things equal cash equal power equal you going well with, i think my clip tells it most cash cash give me give cash. me cash
1: uh no that was the question
0: do you, would you rather have theo epstein or mr chernoff
1: well what does that have to do with cash and power what
0: i'm just saying if all things were equal i would want both
1: See, That's what think- I would want. I would want. I would want Theo Epstein to run baseball
0: ops, mm-hmm. and then hire Chernoff as his GM. See, to me, I say you hire Chernoff because I want Theo Epstein. I feel like he's already done his
1: big things. Yeah, but here's what he could do. Here's here's what would be left for him. I agree. Red Sox, Cubs, two yeah. unthinkable things he was the architect of.
0: Right. It feels like getting uh, when here, the Knicks got what's his name Jackson. Here, here is how it comes full
1: circle. You ready? When he was the architect of the Red Sox, what did they do to get there? They – What deficit did they come back from against who? Oh, the Yankees. Three games to none down. They came back and won. Yes, and they won the most improbable way you could win and then wound up just blowing through the World Series and the curse was over. Now you go and you do what you do in Chicago, which was unbelievable, something none of us thought we'd ever see, kind of like the Rangers in 94 – now it comes full circle. He's still a young man. Now go, have, now go run the Mets and take over New York again, like they did in the '80s, right? And you could again stick it to the Yankees if you're if you're Theo and you've still got like you know Red Sox blood running through your veins. So I would say that's why this would be attractive as opposed to saying. And I'm just throwing a team out there. I'm not saying they need a GM, but that's why this to me would be so attractive as opposed to say getting a phone call from the Milwaukee Brewers. Well, yes. You can't go anywhere except down unless you come to New York and you take over the town, win a World Series with the Mets. You are now done. There's nothing. After that, there is nothing left to do.
0: Nothing. Right. He can't go to any other team, really, other than the Mets that would be I agree. I moving totally in agree. the up, upward direction.
1: Or at least keep you on that level.
0: There's nothing else that
1: compares to what he's done. Nothing's gonna get exciting around here, Jerry. It might I I and and here's why I would try and get both if I was the mess. Both? Yeah, I just said that. Because both. Sandy Alderson's seventy two years old. I believe he's seventy two, maybe seventy three. He, he even said he's not in this for the long haul, but he still has enough energy to do it. But Theo takes over for him then.
0: So, you think he's going to put together this dream team, Jerry?
1: It's a, it's a an executive dream team.
0: Executive dream team. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying they're
1: going to do it. You're asking me what, what I do? I'd go yeah. get both. That's what I would do.
0: Now, let me ask you, what will they do? They're going to go get both. That'd be awesome. Yep. I'm just that? getting everybody, all the players, all no, the front not office going to do guys. That. They're not going everywhere. to do that. And
1: I'm, I'm going to sit here and say they're not going to get Trevor Bauer. I'm going to continue to say that. I think they're going to get a couple of big-time position players and maybe a Masahiro Tanaka. Oh,
0: how about that? Nope, not a good big-game pitcher. <laughs> Shut up, Al. <laughs> in my mind, which happened to come true this year. It did come true this year. You're right. Although in the past he had been. <laughs> you know, we had talked uh, yesterday. I think it was yesterday about DeAndre Baker, the former Giant, yeah. and all the chaos that went on in his life. And, I'm bothered by this.
1: Uh, now he's going to the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm. Bo- you know, this oh. is what I don't understand. So the Chiefs are going to sign him and put him on the practice squad. Yeah, he was a former first-round pick that had some issues to get him right. Yeah, and had some issues that we have now now we've learned was not of his doing. Fake news. And had we known this before, he'd still be on the Giants. Yes, you're going to tell me another team out there that needs secondary help, and there are several of them, wouldn't sign him if he was cleared.
0: Yeah, that was strange.
1: The Chiefs the get him to the practice squad? Come on, man. <laughs> oh, come my on. bad, my bad, my <laughs> bad. I did not mean that. That was just in my head. I didn't mean that. Jerry, you do, we're doing come on man segments? All right, that let me bad. see what no, I, I got. we're not, we're not. Oh. <laughs> I apologize for that. Nope, 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 nope. My bad, my bad. Nick
0: Swisher's on the Hall of Fame ballot. Come on, man. <laughs> A
1: couple of of discussions today. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Eddie just brought in the live reads for Greg. My, he's got a book. A stack of them? Holy moly. Yes, exactly. Hmm. Anyhow, you know what? We got like 30 seconds. All right,
0: let me give you one more. Uh, I love this, Jerry. Allen Robinson, uh, wide receiver on the Bears, during the Monday night game, his agent. Was on Twitter tweeting things like, throw 12 the damn ball in the red zone. Oh, it's better than him saying, <laughs> throw me the damn ball in the end zone. I love it. I love it. Well, I love the when agent. An agent the agent gets can involved. do that. And the, the agent age, can right. do that. Now, do you think he said, hey, they're not getting me the ball? No, if I was Tweet his agent, I'd
1: try and get the hell out of Chicago because their oh, quarterbacks get out stink.
0: Of like, know who we should
1: go to, Jerry? Chiefs. To the practice squad. Practice squad. (laughs) (laughs) I go one on one with DeAndre Baker every day.
0: (laughs) I would just like you just sign me to the practice squad and then get me, move me up as soon as possible. Yeah, watch Baker will be activated next week, and I'm going to make a wild prediction here, Jerry. Right now, yeah, the Jaguars straight up
1: beating the Steelers this week. It's five fifty one here on the warm up show. Well, we will save that. I mean, listen. Right. One thing's very clear: Mike Tomlin is very fearful of this Jaguar team. Very fearful. I don't. I got to be honest. I don't see it.
0: Steelers are overdue for a loss.
1: I don't. I don't see so it. This is going to be a letdown. I feel like the game. Cubs gave you every. Uh, the Cubs, holy moly! Come, on man. come uh, on, man! I feel like the Jaguars gave you everything they had in Green Bay last week. They left it. In, they left it on Lambeau Field, Jerry. Yeah, and They've well, got nothing left. I just don't know that they can play better than that. And I think the Steelers are better than the Jags. Now, if you're going to tell me the Steelers completely overlooked them, although that was a big conversation and talking point yesterday with Tomlin. Yeah, you know, I think here's what I think. I think the Steelers see nine and zero, and I think all of a sudden I really believe they think they can go sixteen and zero. That is a ten point spread for those of so, you. So here's watching what I want you to spreads. do. I want you to put your money where your mouth is. Mm-hmm. Part Both. of your part of your five dollar five team parlay. Yeah. Jaguars on the money line. Watch mm. how that parlay payout will shoot up is that right yeah okay if, if you take the jaguars on the money line not with the points on your parlay yeah yes you will significantly have bigger odds so you have to do that have you recorded
0: Ooh. it yet i haven't recorded it yet right, but i well, did place my five dollar bet but i but i will i will do another you one s- that was all you did was do five dollars on the jaguars no no <laughs> no no the five dollar parlay
1: okay but, but i'm gonna take the jaguars straight up for the video so, jaguars money line all right. As part of your five-team parlay. All right, quick okay. break. Seven in front of six. Boomer and Gio next here on The Fan. But first, a Radio.com Sports Minute, the great Amy Lawrence talking about Trevor Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we've got a couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Gio at the top of the hour. We've got the NBA draft tonight. At this point in the show, Al is going to reveal who he thinks is going to go one through five. Go.
0: In the NBA draft? Yeah. No idea. LaMelo Ball, no? Oh, LaMelo Ball. Yes, he, was say, he said he was born for this, Jerry. He I did see He was born for this. I was is he going to gonna go, go number on one, your
1: show sheet. uh I don't know the answer to that. Who, I really, he, really have no
0: idea. You don't know? If he doesn't I go know. one, who's, who's his competitor? Uh, is this
1: kid Wiseman? Wise man. Uh, at a, at Memphis, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I honestly, this is not a big-time draft with big-time names like we have in the past. So the Knicks at eight, God knows who they're going to end up with.
0: I ran into some dude yesterday in town. He, uh, His nephew plays for Rutgers. Okay, what's And his I name? guess uh, he was... I don't remember his name, but he, he plays was... plays now on Rutgers? Yeah, he plays now. Big, wow. tall fella. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that should help you, Jerry. Any tall guys on the basketball team? That you know? Only like all of them. But he was telling me about the that the that the players, I guess, in the NCAA next year or later this year or whatever, that they they'll be able to make money off of themselves.
1: Yeah, they remember remember we had all that with. Um, is that like still happening? It's going to yes. That this year, I believe that that is uh, being put into place.
0: Yeah, so this guy had a logo and everything ready, to, ready to roll when yeah, it goes in place.
1: I think that's all. You know what? Good for them. I think and that's awesome.
0: He gave me a hat to give you, Jerry. Okay, the, uh, um, Rutgers hat. A, well, it's a it's a hat that this guy who is it by selling. the way? I
1: don't oh come on! How do you not know?
0: <laughs> Who's can you send logo? me
1: a picture of the logo? Maybe I can figure <laughs> it out from
0: there. I have the guy's last name. I think they share the last name. I'll have to get it for you. But uh, yeah, so he's already got a hat ready to go, Jerry. That's. Uh, you know one of those hats where it's not a rutgers hat but it could is. be a, uh, and
1: he's from bradley beach
0: well no his his uncle lives in bradley Beach. wake well.
1: up with alan wow. Jelly in the warm-up oh. show at 5 a.m